Throughout my life, one of the constants amidst several of them, but the one I'm going to speak about in these moments is about when I find myself in what I'd refer to as being in a weird place emotionally, that somehow my emotional weather is, is dark and cloudy. It may be turbulent. It may feel like uh, what one of my Buddhist teachers referred to as a storm of mind. And uh, those storms come and go. And that is actually, I wasn't even planning to say that. But to me, it's one of the most reassuring parts about being a human being, living in a body that has a brain that I can't control. There is a a brain thinking thoughts, doing what it is neurally wired to do, whether I want it to or not. In some cases, I'm completely cooperating with that process. When I am really believing what I'm thinking about what I'm feeling, then I am certainly adding adding time and energy to to this. But in this case, I want to speak more along the lines of what it is that I most habitually will do in response to being in a weird place emotionally or feeling dark and cloudy emotional weather, being in a dark place emotionally speaking. It is so much about what my brain actually does in response to finding myself in this place that actually prolongs it. It actually can make these feelings or these emotions more intense. It can certainly make them more unpleasant. But there's what is difficult about this is that I can't control these thoughts, that I can't necessarily stop these reactions. I can try to, but in a lot of cases, when I try not to have these thoughts, I'm really essentially replacing them with other thoughts about not wanting to have these thoughts that are occurring. I'm not wanting to, I don't like the way it feels to emotionally react to whatever it is I'm feeling emotionally. And all of this at some point begins to, it's almost like it, it, uh, it's like a snowball rolling downhill and it just continues to compound and it continues to have more mass, so to speak. And, uh, that, that, uh, that, I guess what I'd refer to is that, yeah, that gravitational pull, uh, what in this case I'm speaking of that euphemistically, but where what the, where that pull ultimately leads me, if I'm not paying attention to my mind, that it leads me to folding in on myself, to turning in on myself, and I may be think continuing to add time and energy to thoughts that are actually making this worse. And for me, it is something that it was only after years of practicing mindfulness that I was able to get a sense of what was, to to at least get some idea of what was going on. Now there's only, I can only take this so far. I I have gotten to a place where there was a lot of my life I wanted to understand why I was having certain emotions. I wanted to analyze those. I wanted to, I felt like if I could understand them, if I could understand what I was feeling, that somehow it would be easier for me to find my way out of these feelings or these emotions. It never, ever worked out. And it was only when, a little over 30 years ago, I actually turned to mindfulness meditation in the hopes that it would actually allow me to suffer less. As someone who had spent 
all almost all of my life, if not all of my life, in a chronically depressed state, struggling with emotions, not having any real meaningful way to cope with those emotions, and especially when those emotions became <clears throat> when they became turbulent and unpredictable, I found myself really not able to uh, not able to manage. In a lot of cases, there were a lot of times where I simply began to believe all of the thoughts and the reactions that I was having, and it just it actually just continued to make things more intense for me. It's always it has always been difficult <clears throat> as as a human being to to feel unpleasant emotions. I don't want to say or mislead anyone that practicing mindfulness is somehow this magical cure that puts one in a state where we're not troubled by certain emotions, where we don't have emotions that don't feel good, those still continue to happen. And I can say that without any uh, hesitation because I have no way to understand why it happens in the first place. I spent a lot of years feeling like there was something wrong with me. And at the end of the day, that is just a thought. It's just a belief. But when I folded in on myself, so to speak, or I turned this in on myself, it was just a habitual response. It was just, these were thoughts that I was in the habit of thinking. Whatever emotional reactions I would have as far as any resistance to having these, you know, these being in these weird emotional places or, you know, feeling these dark emotions that it was really just a, uh, a coping mechanism because I didn't, I, or at least I thought it was a coping mechanism, but it really, really wasn't. And it was only when I found what has been for me the most effective coping mechanism. I don't know if it's the best one. I don't know if it is the, uh, if it's, if it is what I will do for the rest of my life, because I'm only making this choice to practice mindfulness one moment at a time. I don't know what the future will bring. And I had a teacher who uh, I sat with many, many years ago who basically was speaking about this. And he was speaking about how as human beings, if we are open to it, and this, this actually was very, this very much was counterintuitive for me. This really ran counter to what I believe was true. And it took me many years to be open to this truth. And for me, it has been a truth. And that is that if I allow myself to, if I get out of my own way, and really it's not so much about physically getting out of my own way or actively getting out of my own way as it is about just not believing everything that I'm thinking about what I'm feeling. If I can just actually be with whatever I'm feeling, whatever that emotion is, however intense and unpleasant it may be, that I can, what he referred to as finding the beauty, and I know this again may sound really, really silly, but being able to, as a human being, to find the beauty in the insecurity of being a human being, to find the beauty in the uncertainty that we can feel as human beings, living a life that is, in a lot of cases, unpredictable and uh, impossible to control every single variable. I can't speak for anyone else whether they can actually do that or not. I like all I can know is my own experience. But essentially, 
the longer that I have practiced mindfulness, the longer that I have just simply, when in the, in the absence of knowing what to do, and in many cases, I don't know what to do, and it has gotten to the point that there's no longer giving any energy to a belief that there is anything that I should do, the only thing that I generally find myself doing is simply being aware. And I don't know if it is even me. I know initially in this practice, a lot of it was about me choosing to be aware. I had to practice this as a form of meditation to continue to watch my mind for hours and hours and hours. And I don't even know how many hours that was. And I still do it now. But what I found is the more that I have practiced this, and I love why it is referred to as a practice, is that at some point I just simply am aware And it's not about me as a human being or this person being aware at a a higher level without getting too overly metaphysical. There is just simply an awareness that me being a physical being that that is this this awareness is available to anyone. And I don't want to speak about it too much because I know that it's ultimately everyone has their own experience of this awareness. That it is something that is available and the only the only road for me or the only route to finding that or touching that particular awareness or coming into contact with it has been through being aware of and paying attention to what is happening in my mind. And that I, as much as I believed for many years that I could not find the beauty in insecurity, in dark emotional places in feelings of uncertainty, feelings of lack, uh, feelings of victimhood, feelings of confusion. And I could sit here all day long and name a lot of these emotional states. But ultimately, the more that I have practiced just allowing myself to be however I am, whoever I am, however it unfolds, when it feels this way, when the emotional weather is cloudy and dark and turbulent, that there is beauty there that I have found. And it's not even a belief. I'm not trying to convince anyone that there's beauty there. In this case, what I'm speaking of is this is just what I have found to be my truth. That is, this is what my experience has been. When my teacher said it to me, I hadn't, I just couldn't even believe that it would even be possible to find the beauty in this, in these kinds of weird emotional states. Uh, and I say it's only weird for me. In other words, I, I'm not necessarily, this is not about judging, uh, but it is just about when I'm in these places where I suddenly find myself somewhere emotionally and I have no idea how I got there. I have no idea why it's happening and I don't really know what to do. There's nothing really for me to do other than to slow down and come back to my own center, to come back to my own spiritual heart, so to speak, And to come back home, as one of my teachers uh, spoke so dearly about, and just be here and just trust and know, in this case, that if, if I have faith in something, it is also that I have faith in my ability to be able to be open to that beauty that is available to everyone. Uh, I can simply be open to that. I can simply experience it. And all of these thoughts that I'm having, even if I, even if I'm, even if I am feeling that beauty, if I'm experiencing that beauty amidst these difficult emotional states, then I can realize that I can actually f- can do that in the midst of thoughts that are tempting me or uh, uh, calling out to me to actually pay attention to them and believe them. These thoughts can continue to happen 
while I'm finding myself in this, uh, in this weird emotional place. And I can be finding the beauty and the joy within that, even when these thoughts are happening, because I'm not busy believing them. I'm not busy, you know, believing that they are true just because they happen to be occurring in my head. And it is something that has been one of the greatest surprises of this, the, the fruits of this practice, the benefits of this practice is that I, and, and actually one of the greatest surprises for me has been that there is beauty and that there is joy and that there is meaning in being a human being, feeling insecure, feeling uncertain, feeling confused and any other kinds of emotional rough weather that it is actually possible. There's no, there's no map for me to find that because I ultimately found that it's right here within me. And the only way I could ever find that is to undertake a practice that allowed me to not get carried away and believe everything that I'm thinking about what I'm feeling. And ultimately that practice has been mindfulness.